Today is June the 5th, 2022. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light on this beautiful Sunday morning. I'm just so excited to be in the house of the Lord today, and I'm also excited to read the one-year Bible in the King James Version. So let's just get into it and see what God has. I'll meet you at the end. In Jesus' name, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to bless the reading of your word and anoint our ears and our hearts to hear and to walk this out in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts 3, 1 through 26. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom he laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Jesus and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked, and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he that sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power of holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up, and denied him in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I walk through ignorance ye did it, and at, as did also your rulers. But those things which God before hath showed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before had was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all the holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear the prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Ye are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, And in thy seed shall all the kindred of the earth be blessed. Unto you first God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Psalm 123, 1-4 Unto thee lift up my eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of the servant look unto the hands of their masters, and as the eyes of the maiden into the hands of her mistress, so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God, until he have mercy upon us. 
Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with scorning of those that are at ease and with the contempt of the proud. Proverbs sixteen twenty one through 23 The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth, and addeth learning to his lips. Second Samuel twenty three twenty four through 25 Ashihel, the brother of Joab, was one of the thirty. Elihan, the son of Dodo, of Bethlehem. Shammah, the Hardite. Elika, the Hardite. Helez, the Pelite. Ira, the son of Ikish, the Tikite. Ibizar, the Anthonite. Biboni, the Hushatite. Zalman, the Ahatite. Mahari, the Netophatite, Heleb, the son of Bana, Nephatat, Iti, the son of Ribi, out of Gibeah of the children of Benjamin, Beneha, the Pirathonite, Hidai of the brooks of Gosh, Abi Abaon, the Arbathatite, Asmatha, the Barthamite, Elaba, the Shalbanite, of the sons of Jason, Jonathan, Shama, the Herorite, Ahaman, the son of Shara, the Haret, Iphelet, the son of Abashe, Ahashabai, the son of Mechalite, Eliam, the son of Athetophel, the Gileanite, Hizri, the Carmelite, Peri, the Arbite, Igal, the son of Nathan, of Zobah, Bani, the Gadite, Zilat, the Ammonite, Nahari, the Beerothite, armor bearer to Joab, the son of Zeru, Ira, an Erothite, Gareb, an Erothite, Ura, the Hittite, 37 and all. And again the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go number Israel and Judah. For the king said to Joab, the captain of the host, which was with him, Go now through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, and number ye the people, that I may know the number of the people. And Joab said unto the king, Now the Lord thy God add unto the people, How many soever they be, a hundredfold, and that the eyes of my lord the king may see it. But why doth my lord the king delight in this thing, notwithstanding the king's words prevailed against Joab and against the captains of the host? And Joab, the captains of the host, went out of the presence of the king to number the people of Israel. And they passed over Jordan and pitched in Arar on the right side of the city that lieth in the midst of the river of Gad and toward Gazir. And then they came to Gilead into the land of Talmath Hodshai, and they came to Danjon and about to Zidon and came to the stronghold of Tyre, and to all the cities of the Hivites, and to the Canaanites. And they went out to the south to Judah, near even to Beersheba. So when they had gone through all the land, they came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty-nine days, and twenty days. And Joab gave up the sum of the number of the people unto the king, and there were in Israel eight hundred thousand valiant men that drew the sword, and the men of Judah were five hundred thousand men. And David's heart smote him after that he had numbered the people, and David said unto the Lord, I have sinned greatly in that I have done. And now I beseech thee, O Lord, take away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. For when David was up in the morning, the word of the Lord came unto the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say unto David, Thus saith the Lord, I offer three things. Choose, one thee, choose thee one of them, that I may do it to thee. So Gad came to David and told him, and said unto him, Shall seven years of famine come unto thee in thy land, or wilt thou thee 
flee three months before thine enemies while they pursue thee, or that there be three days pestilence in the land. Now advise and see what answer I shall return to the him that sent me. And David said unto Gad, I am in great strait. Let us fall now into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed, and there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba seventy thousand men. And when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed the people, It is enough. Stay now thine hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Arona the Jebusite. And David spake unto the Lord when he saw the angel that smote the people and said, Lo, I have sinned and I have done wickedly, but these sheep have what have they done? Let thine hand, I pray thee, be against me and against my father's house. And Gad came that day to David and said unto him, Go up, rear an altar unto the Lord in the threshing floor of Arona the Jebusite. And David, according to the saying of Gad, went up as the Lord commanded. And Arona looked and saw the king and his servants coming on toward him. And Arona went out and bowed himself before the king on his face upon the ground. And Arona said, Wherefore is my lord the king come to his servant? And David said, To buy the threshing floor of thee, to build an altar unto the Lord, that the plague may be stayed from the people. And Arona said unto David, Let my lord the king take and offer up what seemeth good unto him. Behold, here be oxen for burnt offering, and threshing instrument, and other instruments of the oxen for wood. All these things did Arona as a king given to the king. And Arona said unto the king, The Lord thy God accept thee. And the king said unto Arona, Nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord my God of that which doth cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for the fifty shekels of silver. And David built an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord was entreated for the land, and the plague was stayed from Israel. In our reading in the Old Testament today, at the very end, David suddenly realizes what he did wrong. He did something wrong. What did he do wrong? He took credit for Israel's success, and he apologizes to God. He waits for God to send news in return. He repents, in other words. And then he waits on the Lord. God did send a message through a prophet named Gad. And David, he could have one of three choices. He could have three years of famine. He could have three months of running from his enemies. Or he could have three days of pestilence. And David said he, he couldn't choose. That he would prefer to fall into the hands of the Lord than into human hands by him, him deciding which of these three to do. So he falls into the hands of the Lord. And the Lord decides to send three days of pestilence to Israel. And he killed 70,000 people in that way. And as the people are going through the pestilence, David feels horrible that all these people are dying because of something that he did. And he says to him that he alone has sinned. What? Why is the penalty falling on the whole house of Israel? And God tells Gad to tell David to build an altar on the threshing floor, and that would end the pestilence. So David goes to build an altar on the threshing floor. He offers to buy it from Arona. Arona thinks 
that's a good idea. And he offers oxen to sacrifice, wood for burning as well. And he he offers it. He wants to give it to him. But David insists on paying Arona because what did he say? He said, I will not give the Lord an offering, a sacrifice that does not cost me something. The whole point behind a sacrifice is that there is a, a cost. A sacrifice is a cost. When Jesus died on that cross for us, it was a sacrifice. It cost him his life. When we give back to Jesus, it should cost us something. It should cost us our life. It should be our life, giving of our life, so that um, we can serve the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one who died for us. And do you ever think about that? Do you ever think about, is what you're giving to the Lord costing you something? I'm not just talking about tithes and offerings, but I am talking about tithes and offerings as well. Does it cost you something or is it easy for you to give what you give? If it is easy for you to give what you give, you probably should be giving more. It's just something to think about today. Is what you're doing for the Lord, is what you're giving to the Lord costing you anything? Is your time that you're giving to the Lord costing you anything? Are you giving him the leftovers? Are you giving of the first fruits of your time? Because there are, if you go back and look in the Old Testament, there were first fruits. The Lord wanted the first of everything, the first of the fruits, the first of your time, the first of your money. He's not wanting the leftovers. And the first fruits will cost you something. Lord, we just come before you today and I just thank you, God. I thank you, Lord, for that you are always correcting us, always encouraging us, always lining our lives up to be in your perfect will. Lord, I pray, God, that you just help us, Lord. We can't do this without you, but with you we can do everything. And we give you the glory, honor, and praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.